Yes, sir. What you saying about Gucci? What? I was saying you could see um, Jeezy's growth mm. rather than Gucci. Okay. Because um, the, the temperature and the the, the, the the tension in the room mm. was wild, and he still kind of like delivered and played on point. So he's saying who had the most growth? Uh, type I of thing. Know. I think I think they both had to have some growth. If I had to choose one who had to do more growing, I gotta give it to Gucci. Bro, they wanted to kill him. They tried to kill him. And he's still okay. And it was and it was Jeezy's man's in him that tried to off him, and he agreed. How many years later to now come together and do this? Like it's crazy. So it's kind of like I mean, this is kind of almost a you know continuation from the last episode. But yeah, anyway, uh, yo, uh, welcome everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Episode five of the Jex Podcast with your host Michael Jex and my brother to my left hand side, the one and only Gary Cowan. I is here. So uh, um, today is I won't say the day, but Today is the beginning. Cold. Today's break. Yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> it's the beginning of uh, December, first week in December. Um, it's uh, it's a lot going on right now. I also I also kind of feel like towards the ending of this year, it's like there's a lot less tension. I feel right. We got we got uh, Trump stupid ass up out of the office, so uh, you know everything feels a lot better. Just from a tension race stuff standpoint, a lot of people started. The silence. It's yeah, just, yeah. Tension. There's words of a vaccine that's coming out now. So, you know, I think some people are kind of sort of, sort of starting to feel the light of day, you know, see the light of day of possibly getting back to normal at some point in time, which I know most people probably say they won't take the vaccine, even though the more people that do take the vaccine will be able to get up out of it sooner, which I probably won't take the vaccine. But I'm definitely not trying yeah, to take I'm, that. I'm not I don't vaccine. take the flu shot. I'm just not. Yeah, take, I told you, bro, my flu shot is ginger tea. Man. <laughs> ginger tea, uh, you know, turmeric pills, um, uh, garlic tea. Listen, if y'all ever feel sick, yo, garlic, ginger, lime. In mm-hmm. a tea, you boil that shit up. Some raw honey in there too. Throw some raw you, honey. You can in put there. that in there. Real niggas don't need the sweeter. Though. Real niggas don't need the sweeter. Honey's good for you. <laughs> Real niggas don't need the sweeter. Coats, no, coats yeah, you know. Now nah, you're right about that. You can throw the honey up in there too. But you do that: ginger, lemon, garlic, and some tea, and you'll be straight. That's your vaccine right there. I'm not a doctor, but that's what I'll be doing to make to make myself feel better. But um, yo, there's mad shit that been going on. Um. Towards the ending of the year, but I do kind of feel like there's a lot less tension in the air right now, um, leading into the uh, the ending of the year. Uh, several weeks back, probably like a month back, we actually did um, we did a trip uh, to Los Angeles with, with some of our business partners, and yeah. I remember that week the tension was crazy. I mean, Isaac, the videographer, he came out there with us because we we were out there on election day, right? And yo, on Rodeo, the stores were boarded up. I mean, they thought the purge was about to be, <laughs> you know, commence, you know, after election day. But uh, yo, it was it was crazy. But I feel like all that is kind of dying down right now. You know, I think the it's holiday, the holiday season, man. People yeah. are trying to get into the holiday spirit. Holiday spirit, holidays is here. Um, the weather's getting a little more chilly. So right now, you know, we're in Miami. We shoot this in Miami. Um, it is it is full blown winter season right now. It's fifty it's fifty nine degrees. Oh, in Miami, that is you know, if it gets to fifty seven, paramedics blizzard. is being called. You know what I'm saying? It is time to go go you know pray a little extra because it is it, that's 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 cold. Am I am I right? You know the the, the Flor- Floridians behind me is like facts. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, growing up in New York. Um, no exaggeration. Like if it was the winter months for us up in New York is 
when school starts, kind of, sort of, right, pretty much. But really, October to, like, October to really, like, end of February. Like, beginning of March, just, I mean, stuff started kind of change. Even though right now, I feel like that, that's you not the not same. have not been no in New York in a long time, if but you that, say that. You know when, that, when it starts now? When? December till about May. No, but that's what, no, no, that's, no, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I was about to get into. Is that it's not really like that no more. I'm thinking about that like the days when I was in school. You know, growing up in, in New York in school, like the you know the the, the winter months. Were Usually like around Halloween. October, is, yeah, right. That's when it started to get, get cold, chilly. and then like towards the ending of February, because there was still blizzards in February. That's how you know, like. This world is changing. Like, people want to talk about, you know, global warming is fake. And, you know, Trump was on this, you know, uh, climate change is fake. He's a fucking idiot. I mean, you know, real talk. You know, now, now it, it don't even snow like that in New York, you know, more. You know what I'm saying? Just over a couple of years. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, though. But um, Yeah, winter starts around now. And then, because um, just last week, it was they said it was nice out there. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And a New York nice is like a good 60-something. But that's what I was going to say. So, like, you know, growing up in New York in the winter months, if it was the temperature it is right now in Miami, we're in shorts playing in shorts. Ball. Sundresses is out, Tim's. <laughs> For real. Well, Tim's is Mem- always out. Members only jacket. Flight jackets. <laughs> I actually never had a members only jacket. Nah? Definitely had a flight, flight, many flights. $30 for a fact. I, I, Some I, of them are the same. Yeah, so, yeah but I never, I never had, had the members only. Yeah, I never had the members only. I just got, got the flight from the flight. Wherever, wherever I get it from. See, so, yeah, all the Floridians Quilted in the, in, in the house, the, the, the Miami people right now, they're like, yo, what are they talking about? About no flight jackets, man. About no flight jackets, not like that. Nah, man. Yeah, my, I, I don't even, I don't even, there's no reason to wear Tim's in in Miami, to be real with you. There's no reason to wear Tim's down. I mean, I haven't even bought a Tim's, pay a Tim's since I've I miss there. buying Tim's. Yeah, we used to work so, like, you know, man, y'all know we used to work at Foot Locker together. That was like a thing. Like, yeah, buying, buying Tim's working at Foot Locker was, a, was definitely a thing. Crispy black pear, crispy mm-hmm. wheat pear, <laughs> maybe a beef and broccoli. That guys, you talking about now? You talking about the, uh, yeah, the, the 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 low top? The low, low top. You gotta have a little beef and broccoli. I don't know about the beef and brocks. No, what is it? Yeah, this got beef and brocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember, man. It's been that long, bro. It's we butters. call it mac and cheese. Uh, but, but this is the six inch champs contracts that we know. Um, nah, man. Yeah, I forgot. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't for, I, I forgot. I don't know. Beef and broccoli. Be I so. Ah, you catch it, you caught it. There you go. There so you it was go. a brown with a little green on the inside. Then they had the the wheat with the with the cheese and crackers, mac and cheese, whatever they call it. They call them now. Yo, cheese and crackers. I know whoever the New York niggas that's watching this shit, they definitely gonna be in your inbox cutting you up for that. It's some shit <laughs> like that. It has so much d- different colors, but that's everyone. Every one of them had a name to it. Because mm-hmm. remember, at one time there was colors coming out crazy. Grays, pinks, this, yeah, that. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's usually, yeah. you know, you get you get your beef and brocks and some constructs. Yeah. That's that's less of it, but I miss I, those times sometimes. And I honestly, you know what I miss from being up in New York? I honestly miss this weather. I miss this weather. I miss the holiday season because it don't feel like the holidays in Miami. Like since I've moved down here, it do not feel like the holidays are just not the same. Like, right. you know, growing up in New York, when you're in Manhattan and you're driving by or you're walking by, or, you know, Macy's or you're in the city, like, that's that's the that's like a real holiday feel. Like, we don't get that. When I, if I'm looking at a palm tree and it's December, it's not the holidays. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not the holidays. I don't know how many lights you put around it? It's just another day in in December, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or November. It's not, it's not the holidays. 
But I, that's what I miss, man. Um, I miss, I, and I honestly, yo, I miss the people up in New York. You know, the people is like, you know, just very eclectic. You know, I love, I love the people up in New York. People always holiday like, rush. And, and and people always get this this like perception that New Yorkers are like like mean people or something like that. It's, I mean, it could be a little bit we of are. that, but I think no, it's not mean, man. It's direct. There's no beating around the bush. It's just direct. You know, there's direct. There's no like gray area. You know, that can rub some people the wrong way who are used to getting bounced around a little bit. But there's no real gray area. You know, with New Yorkers, but I miss I miss some of that stuff. That's why. I, um, you know, when the time permits, obviously we'd be in a, we're in a whole COVID situation for the, pretty much the entire year since March of this year. Can't really be going up there like that. And especially you're not going to New York for the holidays? When's the next time you think you're going? I actually think I might go up there next week to do a presentation. Um, think I might go up there next week to do a presentation. Uh, at the By the time this comes out, I'll probably already do it. But it's going to probably be at the, uh, you know, in, a, in Soho, there's a... Uh, theater. I don't know if you can think about it. There's a theater in Soho that's like connected to NYU. That's off of like I want to say Spring. It's on Houston in Spring. Going like driving like west. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a there's a uh, on the corner. There's a theater where they will play like a lot of independent movies. Yeah. It's like a, it's not like a main movie theater, but they play like a lot of independent movies or, or movies that maybe the students filmed from NYU. Um, that theater. I'm, I'm gonna try. Steph, please. Let's make that happen. Yeah, Steph, I know exactly like, what right theater you talk about. <clears throat> yeah, so hopefully we could we could do that next week. But um, I mean that's that's kind of kind of a you know good transition because the reason why we're doing that is obviously so many people are broke right now because of uh, you know pandemic. I just seen something yesterday that um, what, another ten thousand restaurants are about to shut down in the course of the next like couple weeks. Like two, three weeks, something like that. I could be off on those numbers. Under ten thousand is for sure. I could be off on the timing, but ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, ten thousand restaurants, restaurants is crazy. Um, you know how God. Knows, I mean, obviously that's just one uh, industry, but how many people are being affected? You know, financially, yeah, how many people will be laid off? Uh, laid off, just in general, just not even for. Just think about because that's just one industry. So how many other industries are being affected? You know, right now. And I remember we was on live right before we jumped on here. And people were asking some questions. What were they asking? What, what, were, they, what were they? Someone asking? asked. In a time like this, which is a good question, well, people asked about you know the, the our our insight on vaccine, mm-hmm. you know this whole COVID thing. But one of the things is like today is uh, you know what are different ways to capitalize in a time like this? Yeah, finding opportunities. What some opportunities people should look for? Adjusting all that kind of falls under that. So if Mike was. Um, in the situation when you know you're not an entrepreneur yet, what what how would you capitalize on what's going on right now? What would be going through your mind if you was kind of like a victim to what's going on? Your job laid you off and all this other stuff. Yeah, I think um, I think it's very necessary for everybody who is in that situation right now. There is no room to negotiate. You have to pivot on how you think. Like you've mm-hmm. got to pivot on what you currently know up until this point in time, and you've got to remove that mindset of what you think gets you paid from a work standpoint. And you've got to really think outside of the box because we are in outside of the box uh, 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 ways of life right now. And it's not like I mean, people think things are going to get back to normal. There's going to yeah, there's going to be a time when we don't need mask anymore, as far as that goes, being back to normal. 
But, you know, from a business standpoint, ain't shit getting back to normal, you know? So you've got to be able to pivot. You've, and you have to have an open mind. What, and that's one of many different things. But the idea of saying to yourself, I can't wait for things to get back to normal so that I can get back to my office and do a job, yo, you, you, are, you are really sadly uh, being left behind if you think that way. You just got to think outside you know, of the box. <clears throat> so I think about it like, because as you use the terms get back to normal, I forgot what I was talking about in this. Um, I feel like, you know, the first time I made six figures, it was, wow, this is crazy. Shit is crazy. After a little, after some time, it becomes your new normal. So I feel like, um, habit creates the new normal, right? If you got a habit of something that becomes your new normal, um, then you have now these companies that adjusted, created new habits, and this is their new normal. Right. You know, it only really takes some people 30 to 60 days to create a new norm. Right. There's a lot of people that's going to go be out there, companies, people. They're going to make sure that there's no back to normal, that yeah. this is what's happening, because a lot of them benefited and found a new lane of how to operate. And it benefited them in this time. So sometimes we say, man, 2020 was rough, but 2020 also created a lot of millionaires for some people. And it's mm -hmm. the best time of their life. So there's people that's going to make sure there's no back to normal. Mm -hmm. Or what we thought was normal. There's this new normal out there. But my sister asked me this question. And um, she's a person, just like myself, you know, we were very similar in mindset, who was like, don't really have no purpose in terms of we're working mindset people. We just take whatever doors open to us. So when people say, man, you got to think outside the box, we don't know how to. You know, we, we, we don't know what our niche is. Mm -hmm. How does a person find some direction? Like, how could you, how, what guidance do you give a person that's like, I don't have that niche. I'm not that creative person to think of something. What do I do? I just got laid off and I'm trying to be like an entrepreneur. What the hell should be, uh, what should a person be thinking or working on? Right well, that, well, that's why I say you've got to really, you've got to pivot on how you think because truth of the matter is because uh, so many things has changed, you, you have to now come to grips and say, I'm going to have to change in a major way. And I have to be okay with knowing that this shit about to get look, time to buckle up. Time right. to buckle up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the ride the ride is going to be bumpy. But but it's going to be, you know, if you, because here's what's going to happen. Uh, we know some people like this, right? Uh, during times like this, you've, you've got to be aware. Uh, bring the awareness to yourself that you've got to change. But see, the thing is, is that the change can feel so fear. They be so fearful of mm -hmm. the change. The change can uh, be so drastic that some people would almost rather just sink because right. it's easier to do. You know what I'm saying? So for someone who's out there saying like, okay, things are changing. I don't know what else to do. Um, you know, just something has got to give. Here, here is always my advice to anyone that feels that way. You've got to try something. You've got to do something. You've got to be in motion. And check this out. More likely than not, something that you try for the first time, it probably won't even work out. You might go through some bumps in the road as far as trying something new. Okay, I'm listening. I just listened to this podcast. I'm trying something new. I fucked up. I failed. I lost some money. I'm even a, I'm even in a worse situation. Guess what? That's a part of life. Like, but guess what just happened? You just learned. Okay, you you went down a path. 
You tried it, it didn't work, cool. But guess what? The, the flip side to that is you could have tried something else and the shit was a home run. But if you decided to not try anything at all mm-hmm. and you decided to just fucking sink, you know, then what was what's what's the purpose of going through all this? Because I see right now, you know, there's so much shit that we could be doing um, uh, for to, to generate money for ourselves right now. Um, but the thing is, is that most people, they just want to go back to that, you know, uh, and it comes from upbringing, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people, they just, they they, they want a certain level of, of comfort. And I always, I think growing up, I've always felt this thing where, and, and when I think about it, you know, my mom went through a time where she wasn't working for a while. And I remember how my moms were struggling. This was in, in elementary school. This was probably like maybe second, third grade, but I remember it vividly. And I remember how my moms was struggling and, um, you know, I, I think that that may have had an effect like on me come growing up as an adult, like never really wanting to go through that again. Like there was a, there was times where my mom had to literally borrow food from people that we knew when, when I was a kid. And uh, I remember my mom like just praying every day hard. I'm talking about, you know, the edge of the bed, you know, on her knees with the rosary in her hand, like praying and uh, just trying to trying to ask God to give us some guidance. And, you know, luckily, you know, here's the thing. My mom got a degree. <laughs> my mom went to school, you know. Uh, she's not a dummy in, in any regard, but she went through some hard times. And uh, luckily, you know, my mom ended up getting, uh, well, you know, a good job. And, and, you know, up until her retirement was making over six figures a year. But uh, that point in time, I remember as a kid, just, you know, I, I, my mom had a decent job prior to that happening. And then... <laughs> went through that situation where we were we were really broke and um i think that word that's the thing people they don't i don't i don't think they until they get into you know a situation like this was going on in the world right now i think people think that word comfort is a real thing that shit don't exist comfort does not exist you know what i'm saying i, I would even you could even ask a billionaire right now about comfort and they're probably on the edge of their seat right now saying, okay, yeah, we can pretty much buy whatever we want, but we know that we've got to keep moving. we got to keep doing something. I think the, 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 the fuck up that comes with human nature is that word comfort. Um, if you don't go through enough shit, to, to re- you, you have to go through the shit and then realize after you go through the shit, I don't want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. But if you always float on this line of like, oh, my bills is paid. You know, my cell phone is paid. I don't have enough money to buy what I want, but my, my car note is paid. Uh, I can't go on a vacation because I don't have that much. But my when you float on that line of like somewhat stability, you don't get that jolt in your back like, yo, this can't happen again. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on right now. I think people all over the world are getting that feeling of like, yo, this is fucking whack. Like I don't have no money coming in. I'm broke. I I, I like my, my. I don't know when my job gonna gonna hire me again. You know, shit. As a matter of fact, my my corporation isn't even allowing people to come back to the office. Some people got online. You know, their their off the job is not remote and they're doing it at home. I don't know what I'm doing. Yup, that means you've got to be open minded and you've got to pivot and you've got to be okay with knowing that when you try something new, you might fuck up, but that's okay. That's a learning lesson you could put in your bag. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I think that's what people got to really touch on. You consider yourself like a visionary. 
I think you're a visionary. I believe so. I think so. I think I think so. All right. So when I ask that, because I I didn't I don't think so in terms of my 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 um, like mine's came from a, a joke. My, from a what? My, my beginnings. Your beginnings. I had to get a wake up call. Mm-hmm. You know because again, as you talk about that line, I think that's just the 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 you get your your you feel like your job in life is to survive. Because mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna die. Right. But you need to survive as long as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So now you start to do all these things, and you're fighting. Every day is a fight. Every day is a struggle. But you're achieving your life goal by surviving and yeah. being able to live another day and fight another day. Right. Um, so that was the thing. It was like, all right, well, I'm doing enough to survive and um, put food in, on the table, keep a roof over your head. Because, again... Humble beginnings is coming from a third world country. Humble beginnings, right, like right, you know, when you when you had zinc, so zinc, what was that like? you got zinc roof, zinc right. fence, and you know, but <laughs> <laughs> right, nah, but humble beginnings is is literally. I grew up, you know, my all of my first memories coming from Jamaica. You know, went to school there and everything like that. So very family oriented, but everybody shared a lot whatever they had. My grandmother always had an open door. She would feed other people as much as we didn't have anything. And then you come to America, you jump into you, and we're going from entrepreneurship in in, in Jamaica. Parents come here, the American dream, mm-hmm. get good jobs, and now I just want to kind of like survive, just like they survive, and keep a roof over right. my head, do you know, buy the gifts on a holiday, shit like that. Right, right, right. Look as as cool as I can mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday and shit, but but then what starts to happen is your whole life is kind of like that's what you need to achieve, and for me. I went through my own recession personally, because some of us do, mm-hmm. in 2012. I got that joke. I got that wake-up call like, yo, that American dream right. don't really, it's not a lie. It's not a dream anymore. It becomes mm-hmm. the nightmare or what you thought you signed up for. We right. got what, you. Fool what, what, so what happened in 2012? 2012, man. I, I worked for a nice company, as I felt like. Economy is changing. Contracts are changing as a laborer. So when people talk about they could retire with Social Security and union benefits and all this other shit, that starts to change today where companies are not really doing that anymore. Yeah. They're transitioning. And because of that debate between laborers and management, all of the laborers get laid off. Mm-hmm. First time with no, being on unemployment. I'm the guy that has the two jobs and whatever. I just feel like any time I had it was supposed to be used towards making money. So I worked two, two and three jobs. One career, get laid off, now I'm on unemployment, and because I don't have a high school, I mean, only have a high school degree, and I didn't feel like college was the the, the, the thing for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't feel like my, that was things Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I just too I much examples of people that didn't and did it, and they looked like they was in a worse situation than I was, and I didn't do it yet, so I was like, I'm not going backwards. Right. I just felt like college was going backwards for me. Mm-hmm. But, um... So now that happens, I realize like shit. I might have to go back to a damn retail if I, because literally I work my up a lot in a in a company. If I have to start over, I'm gonna have no degree. Right. Got some experience, and that was a wake up call. Like shit, you you have to go and start at the bottom of some another corporation and work your way up that too. That takes years. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of bills where I can start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, one direction is depression. Or the other direction is now, as you say, pivot and focus on well, what you want your destiny to be, the depression or destiny, what you, what you want to focus on. And um, sitting there thinking that as I'm playing Call of Duty, 
<laughs> I'm sitting there trying to figure something out because I'm like, I'm going to end up back at Foot Locker or something. I'm going to end up back at uh, oh my God. 311 or retail. Some shit is going through my mind, no, but I'm no like, word. I ain't trying to do all that. And I think I became a lot extremely open-minded. My awareness kicked in like, listen, ain't nothing safe. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like, and I, I'm not trying to cut you off because mm. I want you to finish the story, but that's what I'm saying. Like, some people don't get to that point, you know, um, where they feel like, yo, I, I don't know how I'm going to eat next. By, by, if this shit go keep going, mm. I don't know how I'm going to eat by Friday. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that feeling kicks in and you need that jolt to say, I need to be open-minded because I think that's what people get, get like most of the people that I've encountered who don't want to necessarily maybe get out of their comfort zone to do something different that could probably excel them in a, you know, 10 time, tenfold. It's because they're doing just enough to be I. So, I was, and I was going to say in terms of that, I think, you know, I, we all have different rock bottoms. <clears throat> yeah. my, my, you know, some people, uh, I won't say they're okay with, but their rock bottom is they can see a, a negative in their bank account. Some people can see their rock bottom is having to move back on with their parents. Was, my rock bottom is if a mom count went to a certain thing, like I'm going to be forced to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because there was no going back home. Yeah, there yeah. was nobody else to pay my phone bills. I was helping my parents as well. So I can't go back to the people I'm helping. So I think because of that survival instinct in me mm-hmm. once you get to a certain point and that is going to kick in and you're going to say well now rather than going to spend the money how can what can i do with it to go get more what, what's right. my what's my opportunities what's my lanes because you can be that person who dives deeply into depression and you could soak but the reality is i feel like we don't have i don't have the luxury of soaking and going mm-hmm. into depression because that ain't going to solve the problem so now it's kind of like you know i got open-minded and when you do that you start to see opportunity a little bit differently mm-hmm. Right. Some people, I think they have safety nets that don't allow them to think open minded. They can go and go back in their parents might not be rock bottom for them, but it was for me. Right. So some people can rely on another partner they have to pay a bill or two. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different. But I think mine's that was my rock bottom. And it opened my mind to say, all right, well, I might not have a roof over my head. So I got to think open minded. and I got to do whatever it takes to keep the roof over my head. And that's when you, you know, you call me. So, um, I'm not. I'm not a fool. Like like a lot of people try to fool themselves. We know that there's a million ways to make a million. There's so yeah. much ways to make money out there. If you are going to school and you working and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you really think like the the workforce is the only way to make a living, then you are fucked up mentally because there's too many things out there happening mm-hmm. for you to feel like that's the only and best way to make income. Mm-hmm. So I knew at that point that. What I was doing wasn't the only way. Right. It was just the way that I was taught and the way that I chose to continue. So when that ain't working out, now I got to say, all right, well, shit. What else bro, figure it? something right. else yeah. out. What, what else, else is there to do? Or you're going to end up in the same situation again. So, um, and I was listening to some some stuff on Instagram. And this is for the people, because I know, I, remember I, told you, I feel like there's a war out there between entrepreneurs and, and employees right now. People who feel like, Everybody should be an entrepreneur. It's the, the way entrepreneurs life. is winning that war right now. Huh? The entrepreneurs is definitely winning that war right now. Yeah. Yeah. But and I mean I, right. I, I, I mean yeah, that war because it's because it creates tension too. Yeah. It creates a tension where you got people who love what they do, they make a good living, and they saying, "Well, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur." Right. And I res- and I understand where that comes you, from. You know what though? I you know where I understand, I understand where it comes from, and I understand why some people feel that way, and it's because the way the entrepreneurs 
would would throw their entrepreneurialism in people's face. In people's face, right? And, and then and then the 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 working class nine to fiver has to now be on defense, defense and they have right. to defend why they're doing what they're doing, and then they've got to create these ways. Now, mind you, that's right? why I said there's tension out there because the, deli- the delivery. Yeah, the delivery has a lot to do with it for sure. I've seen it. Like I've seen people do and say some shit that's like very. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary, you know, talking about entrepreneurialism to make people feel like, you know, lower than dirt because they have a job. That's not the point of any of this at all. You know what I'm saying? You'll never hear Gary or you'll never hear myself uh, talk in manners where, you know, we want people to feel like, you know, shit because they have a job. No, that's not the case. You need to put food on your table and a roof over your head no matter what. Factory. I I, I do think that, excuse me, the, the idea behind... A lot of the stuff that we talk about is just so that people can have access to, uh, you know, learning about different things because it's needed. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the people, the truth of the matter is this is for uh, the nine to fivers, right? That's what we, I guess we're we going to call them that. We're going to call them the nine to fivers. You know, you, you just have to understand there's nothing that's guaranteed, you know, so it, it's just beneficial to know what else is out there as an option for you to be able to, you know, take advantage of it. There's certain things like being a doctor, we're always going to need doctors. So if you are a doctor, yeah, that's probably one of those type of jobs that you'll always have. Here's the thing, though. There's people who are doing jobs like that, doctor, lawyer, um, you know, paramedic, EMT, whatever. There's people, there's jobs out there that are needed, right? Mm -hmm. But there's people who are doing jobs like that and just jobs in general, that they fucking hate it. Right. It's not. It's not tied to them. You know. On they just a, do it because it's available. Because it's available and it's a job and it's not fulfilling. So we're talking to you too. You know, because some people don't like what they're doing, and you know, you 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 fight a personal battle where it's like, damn, am I being ungrateful? You know, because I I have this job and I probably get paid okay, but at the same time, I don't like it. Nah, you're not being, as long as you're just, you know, you are grateful for what you have, you're not being ungrateful. But if you're aware with yourself, knowing that this is not something that you really want to do forever because it just does not sit well with you, it's not mm-hmm. something that you want to do, I don't think that's an emotion that you have to, you, that you're, you can't ignore. You can't ignore that. But then, that, then the next question is, so what do I do about it? Right. You've, very easy. You've got to try some shit. Mm-hmm. You've got, you're, listen, it's not... Do, do you really think, like, opportunities of a lifetime that comes around, you know, in your, you know, world is just going to happen right. due to the fact that we, we, are, we are sitting on our couch and the shit's going to fall in our lap? Nah. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a, it is what it is, man. So I, some people think the moment they start thinking, thoughts should just come in their head and just answer like, "Oh, I'm stopping. I'm just thinking this shit." Like, right. I'm gonna go home and meditate for 20 minutes because yeah, I saw I'm that get, on YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna know a way to get rich because I never thought about getting rich before. So the moment I do, it's just gonna happen. But here's how I look at it now, and this wasn't my mindset. Talk to everybody. This wasn't my mindset on it when I decided to take another opportunity. Or I decided to try something because reality is, my job that I had. I um I'll just do that did the work like I just want to go do the work make the money and go home mm-hmm. and that's when my life starts when I go home I tried to, I tried my best not to take work home um but I needed to earn extra money so I decided to try something 
just to earn extra on top of my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Now that extra ended up turning into a lot. So I did make the extra, mm-hmm. realized like, damn, if I put some of this real hard work that was in, ingrained in me from my parents, you know, they always talk 110% mm-hmm. into a new opportunity I've never done that before with. Right. That extra turned into a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot turned into a lifestyle. Um, and that's just how, right. how, and you, how and, the and, snow... And, and, and that, that extra came from network marketing. Network marketing. Talk about that. So, and shit, I thought network marketing was foreign to me. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. I'm, it's foreign in terms of ain't nobody talking about it, ain't nobody edifying it, meaning ain't nobody putting it on a pedestal. I think I heard about it before and still didn't know what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. Like... Why? Because I don't know shit about business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, that extra money was just like, you know, I, I was laid off. I know what it feels like to now be laid off and be on unemployment. And unemployment ain't enough. Right. And I know that right. there was going to be a point when you were, when you were working in my field, every four years there's a possibility that when a contract is renewed, you might end up on unemployment again. That's crazy. Because every four years they they, they, they they try to go and negotiate yeah. better benefits mm-hmm. and you could get laid off every four years. Um, so in that mindset, I'm saying, shit, well, I'm not saying I'm completely out of this because that's the work that I'm in. Mm-hmm. But it's going to say I need to have something else on the side just in case I get laid off again and I need that unemployment and that extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, Mike introduced me to network marketing. I decided to join network marketing and not right on the spot because, again, I wasn't a genius seeing something i just kind of you know, things had to take place for me to say you know what just try something mm-hmm. i'm jumping my first 24 hours I, I i made a little extra money i wasn't rich i thought i was gonna be rich in 24 hours though because <laughs> i never done no shit like that and i got paid <laughs> wasn't a lot but it's like you really think like damn it's this easy to be an entrepreneur and you know i, I learned i learned but after about a year and a half and probably shorter but i'm i'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm, I'm gonna just extend it just for those people yeah. who think this shit happens overnight. Let's say about a year and a half goes by, I make a six figure income, mm-hmm. right? Um, it sounds fast, but when you're doing some shit like that every day, hour after hour, that was not like a fast. Yeah, it don't feel fast. It's not a fast growth sure. the way we was drilling it. Learned a lot during the process. So I've never had the opportunity in my position to make six figures. I never made six figures in my life at all. So that kind of changed my world. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, oh man, like that extra turned into a lot of money yeah. to me. Now there's some people out there probably been doing six figures at their job. Right. Congratulations to you. I just didn't have that opportunity. So you might feel how my lifestyle changed from doing thirty, fifty thousand dollars a year to a hundred and something thousand. A year later, it doubles. A year mm-hmm. later, it doubles. So it continues to grow with more effort. Now, that lifestyle change, the mindset changed on that in that in that process. And um, once right. you get on the other side of money, mm-hmm. where you're not really asking for it, but you're attracting it, mm-hmm. you start to realize why. You, I start to realize why I'm an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't for the the money. It's how it was earned. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't want to say his name because you know we don't we don't we don't throw him. No, 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 um, won't give him no platform like that. It's uh, something I was reading or, or saw a video that says there's three ways to make money mm-hmm. earned income, passive income, and what some people call it portfolio or whatever. It's kind of like flip it, right? Right, and 
In those three ways, our society teaches us how to make money one way, mm -hmm. which is earned. The other two is available, but it's not taught. Right. So if, so if we, it's, right, we don't know how to do it, it's right. not taught. So for example, earn income, you work a job, portfolio is like you flip a house, you do some stocks, you trade. The other one is passive income, real mm -hmm. estate, what we do, network marketing. So um, now again, most everybody knows the earned way, which is why everybody you know has that workforce mm -hmm, defense. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, if you wanted to get on the two side of the coin, the, the debt side, meaning you got bad debt and you pay a lot of taxes and you know that the other people don't pay no tax and they got good debt, what side of that fucking coin you want to be on? Mm -hmm. And this one that we're taught doesn't put us on the good side of the coin. So mm -hmm. now, being an entrepreneur, I realize the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. Who said this? Hold your mugs? No, 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 it's not Hold your it's your man, your Asian man said you ain't want to hit the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not giving him no plug. No plug. No plug. All right. Yeah, but with, with hosting and forcing a lot yeah, of that because okay, cool, we talk cool. about that yeah, a lot. Yeah. So to me now, just when I talk to people, it's not even about, you know how most people say, I want the lifestyle of entrepreneurs to get up and go. Nah, it's a lot more than just a lifestyle. Right. How you earn the money is important. Facts. All right. Because if you if you are taking from. I'll say the government, meaning that you you get a job. Mm -hmm. They're looking at you like, right, well, they got to provide to you. Right. They will ask you to pay taxes on it. But if you provide opportunity, mm -hmm. then you get tax breaks. Right. So what do you want? So what side do you want to be on? So now doing that and what we do, I know what side I want to be on, and I'm looking for people that want to be on that side. I don't care about what lifestyle they want. They can need to care about that, but I know the purpose. Right. Um, so it's just different ways to earn money, and I feel like if people learn that part mm -hmm. about the, what's going on in the world, they would understand why they need to be open-minded. Or guess what? That's the way you want to live out of those three, and that offers out like you stay there. You stay in that lane of earned income or passive or portfolio. It's, just, it's, it's all your choice, but we're looking for the people that, or we talk to the people that don't know the difference, mm -hmm. wish somebody would have taught them the difference like us, because we didn't have a choice on which income we wanted to earn. We got taught one, mm -hmm. and those are the type of people we look for, the people that want to pick their income, and then we teach them in that way how to do it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we got to disrupt some of the, 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 the nine and fivers world a little bit because we don't know if they're the ones. Mm -hmm. I'm, so, I'm looking outside right now. Abel is so prompt. Good timing, man. He's like, oh, he's shit, like my six man is minutes in. early. I see. Listen, man, that's, I hear you, man. So I, you. I heard that about you, too. Man. I just I just heard that from you the other day. I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't mad. I ain't so, mad. Uh, but anyway, that, yeah. that that was just my take on that tension and that war that's going out there, man. If you if you if you are happy in the kind of in your lane and what you find, but if you're not, there's many ways out there to get it. We decided to choose network marketing because we we understand that it comes with an education process as well. That yeah, you yeah. learn a lot more yeah. than just about the money you're making and whatever. You learn so much. And um, mm -hmm. that's why we chose our lane, and that's why we are where we are. Mm -hmm. we, and we could talk about network marketing for a couple seconds, too. Abel, is your people here, just by the way? Are they here already? No, not yet? Okay, cool. We're going to, so we'll, we'll chop it up for a little bit more. So check this out. So the thing is with network marketing, right? Mm -hmm. I think most people, they get rubbed off the wrong way. Look, I know there's a lot of people who don't even know what the fuck network marketing is, right? I, I mean, I said what I was going to say. Anyway, you know, network marketing is, is, is uh, you know, I, and I always, whenever I, like, describe it, because some people are probably listening to this first time. They don't even know what you know what is you talking about. Network marketing is is an industry where you know these companies companies would have a product. Let's say I don't know. Let's say the product is this, and instead of them using you know billboards and you know Instagram ads or or commercials you know to market their product, they use people. Why? Because 
excuse me, at the end of the day, you know, uh, word of mouth is, is, is always, always will be a, an extremely strong way to market something. Like, for example, if you go to a restaurant, um, you're more inclined to go to that restaurant because your homie said, oh, that shit was fire. You got to try that. Versus seeing an Instagram ad pop up on your phone. Not to say that that won't work, but you're probably more inclined to go somewhere because of a friend's or family member's or someone that you know's experience, first and foremost, prior to something else, a billboard or a magazine ad about it. So these companies like understand trust that. Trust speed. It travels faster and there's more right. trust behind it. Companies understand that. So instead of them taking the money that they would normally put out and you know uh, uh, spend on ads or commercials, they'll use people. And they'll pay out a commission to people who are able to sell a product. The reason why I'm pointing at this because this could be a product, um, you know, it, it, whatever it is. The product can be anything, you know. Honestly, the product could you know, li- literally be anything. But if you become good at selling the product and and learning how the product can, you know, uh, help other people, then you can make a significant income. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about. What you make in a year, you can make in a month type of income. But most people are clueless about the industry, one. Y'all know about it. Number two, a lot of people who are in the industry don't know how to properly promote it. So when they touch base with people talking about their product or their company, they rub people the wrong way, which now creates a field of individuals who might have been able to go make a million dollars doing it but because they got introduced to it the wrong way they're like ah oh, fuck this i don't know i ain't doing no shit like that right you know what i'm saying but you have individuals in the industry who do know how to do it who do know how to properly communicate what it is that a company may have to offer as a service or a product and when you come across those people that's a blessing you know you're with this is a room full of people who understand how to properly communicate how to get a product from you know a company's hand to your hands and you know utilizing it in a way where you'll get value from it and if you decide to maybe talk about the product or the service you'll get paid handsomely too you know what i'm saying so that's the thing when now so some people are probably just watching this and like okay well i ain't got no job right now uh, i'm i'm listening to y'all how can i be in network marketing, how can I do network? Well, I don't marketing? think that's the that's the that's the that's the base of it, but I don't think that's the difficult side of it. What you mean? Well, I, I never mentioned the difficult side. I was just, I was just that's saying, what like, I was saying. Some, now some... that you went over that and explained how you can make the money in terms of the sales, the side that everybody kind of looks at and says, ah, is the recruiting side. Well, yeah, when you get to that so point, touch you on, know, touch on the point because you talked about selling it. Yeah, explain the point of now being able to say. You can give opportunity for somebody that wants it. Because I okay. think that's where it comes from. Not just the yeah. selling it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's so, like I got a product. Mike might not want it, but I want to force it on him because I'm selling it. That's one way you rub people the wrong way because you don't know how to communicate yeah. the product. But mm-hmm. now people feel like, oh well, you gotta get other people, and that's what makes it All right. um, the side that rubs them right or wrong way as well. So, so check this out. In that side. specific example, right? So check this out. Um if if you if you were introduced to a network marketing opportunity and you've realized that you've got to like sh- share the information with other people in order for you to benefit all right this goes to the same thing that i was talking about earlier because i get to the root of the problems seriously what the fuck is the problem with that like really think like let's get to the root of it what's the problem what is the problem with taking something that you see value in 
and showing it to somebody. Because, right, you said somebody was like, well, damn, I got I to show this to somebody. I got to sell this to somebody. Because I look at the root of everything, I, I always say, what is now the end result that you are possibly looking for? What is the end result that you So the end result will probably be, yo, I want to be able to earn more money. I'm sick of being broke, you know. I want to be able to, you know, put myself in a position to where I can retire myself. I can retire my family members. You said that, you know, you wanted to uh, you wanted to continue to help, you know, your parents, etc. Let's say the job industry can't provide you that. So I always I'll, my engine that like you know provides the, the 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 power for me to continue to go forward in the direction that is like against the grain of what most people do is because of the end result that I want. So someone will be like, "Oh, I, I ain't doing that because I don't want to talk to nobody." Let's put these two things on a, on two scales. Which one's way more? Would you like number one to continue to be in a position that you're in, no longer uh, having a job? Looking for another job, most corporations probably won't hire your ass right now. Or say, I'm gonna do something different, get out of like the cool, you know, the, you know, because that's one thing. I don't want to sell nothing to nobody because I feel like I ain't gonna, you know, that ain't cool. That's really what you're saying in the back of your mind. This ain't cool. I, I, I've been joking around about this, like, fellas, when you on Instagram and you're watching like your favorite Instagram model, you know. Your, your, your favorite Instagram model that you would dream to take on like a vacation to Tulum? <laughs> the, the, the resort don't give a fuck how you pay for that. You understand? When you walk by in the mall and you see the, 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 the luxury Louis bag that you want to buy for yourself or your mom, you know like the register don't give a fuck how that credit card is processed as long as the shit got money on it. Now, I'm not saying to do ne uh, negative or illegal things because if you listen to anything we're saying, we're, we're not, we're not you know, insinuating for you to do any of that. My point is just saying, you've, what I started out with, you've got to be open-minded to do something else. You see when you drive by the uh, Lamborghini dealership, when, you, when, when you're going to like your job or going to the supermarket or just happen to be driving by one just because... When, when you walk in there and you want to go purchase one of those cars, they don't give a fuck how that shit was made. They don't care how cool it is that you made that money. That's the point Like I'm trying to get to people to understand. Change the way. So it's cooler for you to have a boss to tell you, motherfucker, you got to be there by nine. You can't move from that seat until I tell you at one o'clock in the afternoon. And then you can't leave again until 5 p.m. And I'm going to only let you chill on Saturday and Sunday. And then you got to bring your dumb ass back here on Monday. Yo, that's cool? I don't think that's cool. <laughs> I, want the, I want the ability to do whatever I want to do, however I want to do. So guess what I do? I do network marketing. Why is that? I do network marketing because I understand that even though there's no punching time clock of any sort, um, it's not easy. I know that there's a lot of, for example, no's that I have to go through and things of that nature. People are going to be uncomfortable. I don't mind going through that uncomfortable process because of the end result that I'm seeking. Okay. Outside right now, I have a fucking 
Bentley Bentega sitting outside. When I went to Bentley Palm Beach to buy that, you know what they didn't ask me? Man, we want to make sure you made that money in a cool way. <laughs> Did you make this money in a way that was accepted by everybody else? Here's what they want to see. What's in that bank account and your credit score? They don't give a fuck about nothing else. Therefore, I'm going to do things, do things that's going to allow me to go do that whenever I feel like doing it. So that's the thing that people have to understand. When you, even down to the cell phone bill that you pay, even down to the, uh, uh, you know, when you go to the supermarket up in New York where they still got Key Food, Pathmark, all that shit up there, <laughs> right? Down here in Florida, they got Publix, Winn-Dixie. They don't care how you make the bread. They want to make sure that you got it. That's it. Now, if you can't get over your own personal ego to say, I, I, ain't, I ain't doing that, right? Then you're never then it, then definitely like I mean you you might as well just go ahead and tie up some you know uh, four hundred pound bricks to your ankles and just jump in the sea and sink because that's what's going to happen to you anyway just get it over with so that we can have you know mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more room on this earth for the other people that want to do so I'm not saying to go kill yourself but what I'm saying is that <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna happen to you that's gonna happen to you. All right? You are going to sink in this world if you don't decide one day to adjust and pivot in a different direction. Because if you don't, you're going to sink. So That's the most politically correct way I've ever heard somebody tell people to go kill themselves. I ain't telling nobody to go kill themselves. <laughs> but all right, so yeah. let me I'm touch just, on I'm this. Just, I'm just saying that you, you, you are going to <laughs> kill yourself eventually right. if, if you don't decide to just do something right. different. Right, slow sinking. Yeah. So Not let me gonna touch be, on the fast sink, man. <laughs> That's gonna be a quick sink. <laughs> let me touch on the, uh, the 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 recruiting side of it because, as Mike's saying, you got to go out there and sell something, and whether you think it's cool or not, it got to be done. Now, here's what I didn't know how to communicate in the beginning, but I know now. Most of the time, people think, "Oh, my friend want to get me to join something," because there's a sales side mm -hmm. and there's the joining side. Mm -hmm. And that's where most people feel like network marketing is all about. People trying to recruit me to do this. They always trying to get me to do this. Mm -hmm. Understand this. When you've been complaining, Mike and I worked together for a long time. And when he's complaining every day that he don't like what the hell he does, and I have a way to give him opportunity, I'm going to do that. That's just the reality of it. When I worked for the electric company, you know how much people hit me up and say, yo, can you get me a job? Mm -hmm. Can you get me a job? I have no control over who I can get. I just can't get people a job. But yet people were asking for opportunity. If right. I could, I would have had all my homies working with me. Right. So here it is now. We're in this industry. When we make money, we go make sales. <laughs> I'm thinking about sorry. <laughs> think yeah, about? Think, like think about just think about this shit. Gee, like think about this. You will, you will have niggas lined up around the block. Yo, fam, can I get the hookup on the job? And they're begging for the shit I just described. Mm, right. Like they're beg they're begging for the yo. Um, I'm 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 trying to get this job so that I can have somebody over my head telling me when to go to work, when I can go home, when I can have a break, when I can have days off. But if we show somebody, yo, look, you can honestly earn whatever the fuck you feel like earning. It's just going to be a little bit more harder at the beginning. You ain't got no boss. You ain't got nobody telling you what to do. You know what most of the people will say? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's not for me. Uh, uh, it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, you, uh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. So I'm saying, so now that you, you know, 
And I always looked at it like, damn, you know, a lot of my homeboys I grew up with, they got in trouble, can't go and get that job even if I could get them one. So now I got a hold of it. You shared it with me. I didn't think, and understand this, business is an exchange of value, period. So when people think, oh, well, you get something out of it. Of course. When you get a job, they get something out of it. They get you. They get you to do the work they need you to do. They pay you for that. Now, most people will, what's in it for you now? I didn't think Mike invited me just to say what's in it for him. Right, I right, was hurting. Right. <laughs> right, right. I was struggling. I was at home doing nothing. I was going into the form the way of depression. Right. He threw me a life raft. I say, you know what? This is great. I take it. My boy gave me opportunity. But now when it comes to network marketing and recruiting thing, people just feel like, oh, it got to be something in it for him. So I feel like if people just looking at it differently, like we could go out there and make sales and make our income and it grow, but... We also are around a bunch of people who see things changing for us. We live in a life. They're complaining about shit they've been doing for years. And we're saying, I'm not going to sell you some shit without showing you the opportunity that changed my life as well. And if you want that, you can have it. Right, right. But that's the side that people feel like, oh, that's all we're looking for. They're just trying to recruit me. Trying, nah, we see you complaining. We show you an opportunity. Because if, if Mike would have came into this thing and started making a bunch of money and I'm watching him for the first time on a podcast talking about he not marketing... He can't, I'm, if he come to New York, I'm I'm following his cab back to his house. I'm following his cab like, bro, you see me here hurting? It's obviously right. you helping or you hurting right. me, right? right? And I'm going to be mad that I he didn't in. tell me. Like, right. what are you exactly. doing, bro? And the moment you decide to go and share that with people, they they, they clinch, they ask what's in it for you. It's like, mm-hmm. you trying to do something wrong with them. That's just how the opportunity kind of works. So for those people who now are saying, well, it's the recruiting side I don't like. Well, excuse us if you're not willing to help other people if you got away, but we are. Mm-hmm. Excuse me if you want a selfish opportunity because mm-hmm. we know how the hood is. You got the hookup, nobody want to share it because right. they want to be the only one to have it. Mm-hmm. Not and everybody's that's a, that's a like that. That people have grown up, to, grown up for years. Yeah, if anybody had a hookup on a kicks or some jersey or anything, nah, I can't tell you who my connect is. Right. Excuse me because never not everybody operates that way, and some of us really do want to see our people get the fuck out the hood if they want to. Mm-hmm. And make the money and live the life because you don't you want to enjoy it with a group of people. So our recruiting side is just us saying, if anybody wanted the opportunity out that was shared with me, they can have it as well. But I, you're not gonna know that's available if I don't show it to you. On top of the fact that I'm showing you what I'm offering. Correct. You understand? So if you want to that's the recruitment side, but again, like he said, there are some people that don't know how to deliver that message. And I kind of was one of them in the beginning because nobody ever taught me that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to communicate with my friends. Here's how this no, business I works. I think you did pretty, pretty decent at the beginning. Some of them probably thought yeah. I needed I them to win. I did a good job, but yeah. now that I understand how they're probably thinking about it, yeah. because think about it, it coming from you, I already knew the intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have a close, right? I never had right. to question. You're, question. I, you're not going to have a close relationship with everybody you do, you do but you, you show a business. Right. So they're not going to have the same intention. Mm-hmm. They're not going to feel like I have the intention. So they're going to question me and say, well, is Gary really doing this for me or for him? Mm-hmm. And for those people, I did not know how to communicate that. Right. Why? First time, never did it before. So um, even if I did, some of them probably still like, nah. But whatever. But those are the two sides. So a lot of us didn't know how to communicate that as well. And um, that's sometimes where that bad rep comes from. Because some people just really want to get somebody to go out there and work for them. They want to create that leverage. And if that's how it comes off, there's no wonder why people won't join you or you have a hard time getting people to see what you got to offer. Mm 
That's a fact. So I just had to say that. Oh, that's what I meant by that recruiting and selling side. No, no, and, and I, I we listen up. We uh. We gonna end off with that. Uh, we def- I think the next one we gonna go more deeper in depth with like maybe some of the different ones that's out there right now. I think that'll be cool. We could do that next time. But um, you know that's 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 this episode. Uh, we actually got some work to do right now, so we gonna leave it at that. Episode is done. See y'all on uh, the next one. Whatever number that is, I forgot. All right, peace. Later.